from the city of Beaky Blinders, Birmingham, England, I would like to introduce you to Paddy Dandar. As the world becomes more automated and the robots take over, it's imperative that we build the right human skills for the future. So pull up a chair, grab a smoser or two, and make yourself very uncomfortable. Hey folks, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Superpower School podcast. I'm Paddy Dander, your host. And today's guest is someone I feel really believes in the human spirit, something that, as you know, I'm really passionate about as well. She's been recently named as one of the top 30 most inspiring women and someone to watch out for in 2022 in the New York Journal, which is fantastic. And she's a yoga instructor coach and an entrepreneur. So without further ado, I'd love to welcome Yvette Jane. Hey, Yvette, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so happy to be here, Patty. I'm so thrilled that you were reaching out to me throughout Instagram. And it's wonderful that that kind of technology allows us to collaborate and to, to connect in a real way. And now I get to talk to you online for the first time. So yeah, I really appreciate being on your show. Oh, you're welcome, Yvette. I'm going to start with your background. I'm guessing by the name that you have an interesting ethnicity and background. So would you like to tell us about where did you come from originally? Absolutely. I'm Filipina and uh, I married an Indian guy. And uh, But I was born in the Philippines and I came to America when I was six years old. And I have always loved movement, even as a child. I think I started karate and I started, yeah, so I was about 10 years old. And then I ran varsity track and uh, cross country throughout high school and the first year of college. And I continued to run, although not so competitively until, gosh, until well into my 20s. And then there were 20 years ago, I started practicing yoga and absolutely fell in love with it. I really felt that it combined mind, body and spirit. And it was a really powerful embodied practice. And I started teaching yoga about 12 years ago. So here we are today. And most recently, I really fell in love with the practice of handstands. So I'm so happy to share that passion and that practice with you today. Wow. So first of all, I have to say the Philippines is probably my most favorite country in the world. And I'm not just saying that because you're from there, but I have to say I discovered the Philippines a few years ago when I was marking a landmark birthday, that midlife crisis time. And I'm so glad Filipina who used to work with us in the office had recommended that, why don't you go and check out the Philippines? And I've been back, I think, uh, three times all together. And wow. yeah, it's, it's just for me, I, I just have so many amazing memories and friends over there. At the time I was working for a big corporate bank and they had an office out there as well in Manila. And just the love and the, honestly, the, the welcome I received. So I am, I'm really happy to talk to you. And yeah, I know exactly what you mean about the Philippines. It's, it's such a warm place, genuinely. And, and, and especially when we talk about human spirit, I think it oozes with that in that particular country. So Yvette, you mentioned yoga. How did you get into yoga? What was your trigger to get you into that? So as I mentioned earlier, um, I used to run and I ran Gosh, for well over 10 years. And one day my my left knee just started giving way. I think I remember running through Central Park and I couldn't complete my run. It's like a run that I would do all the time. I would just run around the park in circles and 
and my knee was just overused. And so I gave it some time. I gave it a little bit of rest. But then, you know, if you are an active person, you, your body just craves movement. Like my body craves some kind of movement. It really does make me feel better. So I just walked into a gym and I was like, okay, what's available here? <laughs> that doesn't involve running. And, you know, there's spinning, which I wasn't crazy about bikes. There's some like, you know, cardio kickboxing classes, which I, I love because I had, as I mentioned earlier, I, I had taken martial arts as a child, but I really wanted something that I knew would stretch out my body that would be healthy for my body and um, just give it time to rest while I recover. Because I was like, I'm a runner. I'm just going to, I'm going to keep running. Little did I know that I would switch over to yoga because after that first half pigeon, I was convinced that was for me. And I, I pretty much decided like, I'm not going to run as much and I'm going to do more of yoga because it felt so good. It felt so powerful. It felt so healing to my body. And the class that I had taken was in the style of Baron Baptiste. It was a Baptiste Power Vinyasa style yoga. And there was something about it. There was something really transformational. It was physically challenging, but it also challenged the mind. You know, it, it required a lot of self-reflection as well. And so I delved deeper into this practice and I eventually became a Baron Baptiste Power Vinyasa style teacher as well. I took his teacher trainings. I took level one, two, and three. And it was powerful, you know, because I allowed myself to look back on all my choices and all my decisions and what led me to where I was that day, both, you know, physically and also just like everyday life. And I realized where I could be better. And I realized where I was pretty darn, I made pretty darn good choices too, you know, and it was just, it's a really great way to assess yourself and to say, okay, now that I know what I know, what do I do next? When I think of yoga, I always think about the physical movement and the, the breathing, but it sounds like it, it's way more than that. From what you're saying there, you actually get to really reflect on, on things. So tell us a little bit more about that, the sort of psychology side of it. What drew me to yoga first was the physical. As I said, it, it was very healing. And what kept me there, what kept me practicing in yoga was the ability to see in myself, like my talent, the, intel the inner intelligence I have, the intuition that I have, and really coming into power. Like, you know, it's just a deep self-reflection where I've learned to really hone my skills, to really hold my focus, you know, and I think through that, I was able to be more disciplined altogether in my life and have the courage to do hard things, you know, and meaning, you know, I have to do some things that are not comfortable at all that test even my own beliefs, my own preconceptions, but in the long run, it turns out for the better, you know. And it's not always easy to see these things, right? So it's just, it's trial and error. But what I loved about yoga was it really connects mind, body, and spirit. I can tell when I'm feeling a certain way and then I can objectively go past that and say, okay, you're feeling this way now, right? So if I'm feeling anxious, I have over time developed the ability to create an inner witness to stand outside of myself and say, Yvette, okay, you are a nervous wreck right now. So you just had to take a couple of deep breaths 
step aside. Just give yourself a moment or two because from a place of groundedness, then I can respond to any situation with a lot more power. Right. With a lot more confidence. Whereas, you know, if you're running quickly, there's so much going on in the mind and behind the thoughts in the mind is this emotion that you have that's driving it as driving these other thoughts and you can't separate the two, right? Then you end up reacting. Like, okay, like baby cries. I'm just making an example. Like baby cries, you're like, ah, you know, so upsetting whether, whereas if maybe you took a moment to pause, you're like, okay, like little baby crying, I got you. Like you can just re respond more calmly. And I found that when I start my day with a meditation, the day is just so much better. I mean, just take the 15 minutes, do it and be done with it. And it's great. I think it's really grounding. Is there a simple technique that you could share with some of our listeners to help with that sort of calm thinking or a, an approach that we could use? Yeah. Oh, there's so many. There's so many different techniques. I mean, there's mantras, there's breathing exercises, there's like um, affirmations. There's just so many different techniques out there. One thing I could share, if you wanted me to do a meditation for you, I'm going to ask you to um, close your eyes. But I'll share this with you because I find this one meditation that I created so, so powerful. Um, so I mentioned I married an Indian guy, right? My mother-in-law, she's a dear. Right? She's just worked all her life. And a few years ago, she was diagnosed with cancer. And she didn't tell anybody for a year, you know, wow. just kept it a secret. And, you know, I guess she didn't want to impose on anybody. And I thought, wow, what, what woman does this? Just trying to be so strong all the time. And how can she do this? Trying to be strong all the time. Which, and what she told me was that every day she would pray. She'd do her pujas. And that was the first thing she does in the morning. Just like that. first thing I do in the morning is meditate because it clears my head. For her, it's prayer. And she would say to herself, I am infinite. And so I thought that was so powerful. And so I decided to make a meditation and it's become one of my more popular ones for that reason. It's, it is very powerful to say to yourself that you are infinite. So I'm going to share that with you. I'm going to share that oh, with you. Oh, wow. Well, wow, that's such an extraordinary story. So yeah, I'm in. I'm all in on this one. Okay, so close your close your eyes. Come into a comfortable seat. You're already sitting. You can bring your hands on your knees, palm face down or palm face up. Your choice. So roll your shoulders, stack your shoulders over your hips. Draw the navel in ever so gently. Chin up and take a deep breath in. Exhale out. Inhaling through the nose. And out through the mouth. Empty completely. And now slowly inhale, hold at the top. Two, three, four. Exhale, hold at the bottom. Hold, two, three, four. And then breathe normally, just breathing in and out of your nose. Noticing the cool air come in through your nostrils and the warm air passing out. You're going to count 12 to one backwards on your own pace, but I'll kick you off. So inhaling 12 and exhaling 12. 
Inhaling 11. Exhaling 11. On your own until you reach one or until you hear the sound of my voice again. And so ancient yogis believed that when the mind can focus its attention on one object for 12 continuous seconds, the mind can slip into the beginning stages of meditation. So what we're doing right now is an exercise in concentration. And I noticed, you know, there's some, there's a little bit of a background noise, but don't worry about it. That's part of the practice. Now, if you start to feel itchy, try not to scratch it. Sometimes you feel itchy on your nose. Again, deep breathing, focusing on the breath all the way until you reach one. Try not to open your eyes. Oh, sorry. I hit one, so I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> I saw you peeking. <laughs> All right. Mute your eyes. Close. This is a closed eye meditation. Or if you really feel uncomfortable with it, you can look down the floor, okay? <laughs> Just half open eyes then. All right. So I don't want to take too much time, so I'll truncate this meditation a little bit. But normally I would also work on stilling the body and you can still the body then you can start on working to still the mind but in the interest of time we'll skip through that or maybe another day i'll record an, a, a fuller version for you so on this next breath inhale the words i am and exhale infinite again i am Exhale, infinite. One last time. Very good. And so we'll truncate on. Bring your awareness to the space between the eyebrows where your pineal gland lies. Okay. And inhale the words I am or I'm. And then exhale, infinite. Inhale, I'm infinite energy inhale I'm or I'm infinite excuse me exhale strength inhale I'm infinite exhale understanding inhale I'm infinite exhale creativity Inhale, I'm infinite. Exhale, openness. Inhale, I'm infinite. Exhale, compassion. Inhale, I'm infinite. Exhale, joy. Inhale, I'm infinite. Exhale, strength. Inhale, I'm infinite. Exhale, compassion. Inhale, I'm infinite. Exhale, love. Inhale, I'm infinite. 
exhale, peace. Inhale, I'm infinite. Then exhale, any word of your choice. Whatever it is that you need today, own it. Breathe it. Embody it. And repeat it over and over silently until you hear the sound of my voice again. And take a deep breath in. Exhale completely. Gently flutter your eyes open. And how do you feel? Just light. I feel so light. Yeah, just... I think if I'd carried on for a while longer, I would have I would have probably gone to another level, but yeah, that's so good. So relaxed. And for me, when I do it, I always feel this renewed sense of energy, you know, this renewed sense of motivation because I believe it, right? Whatever you tell yourself repeatedly over and over again, that's what you will eventually believe. And that is true, whether it's something negative, like we, we criticize ourselves so much. And women in particular criticize themselves so much. And so the same is true of the opposite of that, right? So you can create the negativity, you can create the positivity. If you choose the positivity, you just go that much further, right? And so when I tell myself, especially on a, like, a day or morning, like we had this morning where the, like the kids issues, like superseded our own meeting. You're like, okay, right. But I have this renewed sense of energy, but I am infinite and I have so much to give. And then you're, you feel okay. Like you don't let the little things bother you, right? You don't sweat the small stuff. You're like, I can handle it because I'm infinite. Yeah, no, I love that. I, I used to say to people that I used to meet, I used to say, you know, wake up in the morning and tell yourself like you're great because if we don't believe it then no one else around is going to believe it right so we've got to almost act the way that we want to feel so that others see that and then you'll give that impression but if I'm walking around with my head like down like this and it just gives off the wrong message doesn't it and what's beautiful about yoga and meditation and even handstands it's an embodied practice at least my interpretation of it is an embodied practice. And so because my mom-in-law believes I am infinite, she overcame the cancer and she's been well on the road to, well on the road to recovery since then. And she's great. She's moving around cooking her subjis and just like doing her thing. And she looks amazing. She got a little tanner <laughs> from all the therapy, but it looks, I think it looks great on her. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's just so powerful and a, a real true testament to the power of the mind. And I think it's because she believes it from within, you know, as I believe this all comes from within. So if you have this, no matter what stage you are, no matter what background you have, what, you know, social economic class, whatever gender you are, you know, however you perceive yourself, you know, with your education, anything, if you believe in yourself, you know, I really truly believe you can break all barriers, you know, you can break all these obstacles, you can overcome all these challenges. And so, Yvette, just to finish up on that, if somebody were to do even that simple mantra that, that we just did there, like how long would you recommend somebody do that? And should they do it just once in the day or multiple times? 
this is probably going to take about 15 minutes if I do it uh, and with a full expanded version. But I would say once a day in the morning, if they can do it, that'd be amazing. If you can't do it in the morning, sometime during the day would be great. Maybe mid-afternoon. So instead of taking your coffee, <laughs> can you meditate? Um, I actually gave up coffee a few years ago and I just started meditating. And it, it's great because then it doesn't make me stay up in the middle of the night with like caffeine-like vibes, right? I feel very rested. So if you can't do it in the morning, I would say shoot for some time, like around 3 p.m. in the afternoon, whenever you would take your coffee, whenever you start to feel sluggish, that's the perfect time to sit down and take like 15 minutes. Um, 15 minutes sounds a lot when you are so super busy, but imagine being stressed out for an hour doing like unproductive work. You're just like scatterbrained and like you're not going anywhere with what you're trying to do. Wouldn't it be better to just take the 15 minutes and meditate? Have that clarity, focus your mind on your goal and move towards the right direction. And then you're that much more efficient. I think it's, it is about investing in yourself, isn't it? Just those few minutes, like you say, 15 minutes, what is that? That's like literally the time it would take you to probably brush your teeth and wash your face. Probably that's how long I take, not, not most people. But I think it's so important that we do take that step back because th there are times often where from morning till evening, we're on calls all day. It's just, you know, nonstop. It's full on. And you get to the end of the day, feel exhausted. And, and I think it is really important to just take that step 